This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here's Brett Maher for the extra point. Left hash. The kick is blocked. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. But I don't know that that's his fault, but still, you don't know. It was his fault. We knew on further inspection. (laughs) One of the things I love about Brad Sham in general but also when he's broadcasting is how matter of fact he'll say things. It's like, it was blocked. You heard that in one of the earlier clips picked off. Like he does not want to go, you know, whatever. But then he goes, oh dear. He's a fan. Oh, for like, sure. I mean, like that's when I, he was uh, at my class at UNT. He came to speak. I think I made him mad. And that's why he's never liked me since. Um, yeah. But one of the first things he said was, I get just as ticked off as everybody else out there. Because I've been a fan the entire time. Yeah. And he's, and he's. Because he's rooting for these guys. He's not rooting against them. Sure. He wants them to do well. He gets to go to, you know, call more games. And that's a lot of fun for him. But like he, I think he's just like all of us. You can hear it a lot of times in his disappointment with some of these guys. <laughs> now, Mickey said the Cowboys as an organization will attempt to do their exit interviews, not make any decisions with emotion. That's probably smart if you run a football team. However, we can do whatever the hell we want. So if you want to text in 877-881-1053. See you later. Who is the one person with the Cowboys you're done with? You're like, I'm out. From the 817, Prescott. From the 682, Diggs. From the 806, I think we all know where this segment is headed. Dak, if you're listening, turn off the radio. For the 817, it's Zeke. From the 901, Dak, 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 Dak. Mike, I'm going to start with you. You have the ability to just be done with one person on the Cowboys. The Whopper commercial. Um, yes! That be I would lean towards Dak because that's way. the person who can make the biggest change, right? I just don't think, I personally don't think, and I understand if if you do think he can do this, I don't think he can have three good games against three playoff teams in a row. So I do think he he was great against Tampa. Tampa, they did make the playoffs. Whether you think they're good or not, because they're not, but they did make the playoffs. Yeah. And he can do that. But if you're asking Dak to do what we've seen now Joe Burrow somewhat two years in a row do, uh, if you're asking him to do uh, kind of, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, it's too early. He's only won one game. But the way Jalen Hurts just demolished New York. And he Dak did the same thing against Tampa Bay. I just don't trust that Dak is ever going to be good enough. He just, to me, done with is is tough, but it's just, I know that he's not good enough. Here's my point here, Corey. I think if he was drafted by the LA Rams, 
that Sean McVay would have done the same thing to Dak as he did with Jared Goff. I can see that. Jared Goff pushed him to the playoffs every year. Jared Goff wasn't not making the playoffs. Yeah. He was making the playoffs, and he said, it's just not good enough. Jimmy Garoppolo made the Super Bowl in 2019. They traded for him, made the Super Bowl. And after two to three years, I can't remember his third year, Mike Shanahan said, this is not good enough. I'm trading uh, up, yeah. and I know Trey Lance hasn't worked out, but he just said, this isn't good enough. Andy Reid said, Alex Smith is not yeah. good enough. Those three teams are alive uh, in the playoffs. I guess L.A. not. They won the Super Bowl last year. But to my point is, if this was more of a cutthroat organization and just said, you know what, making the playoffs is nice. It's good, but yeah. we we want better, and we're going to take a big risk here. We're going to... We're going to avoid like the the 10 win season to yep. maybe go to all or nothing and I don't think Jerry Jones will never do that. Okay, I think you're right about that. And then, Corey, I want to see if you bring up the answer that is clearly at least in second place right now. I didn't ask for this audio because I didn't think about this ahead of time, but it was a couple weeks ago when we interviewed Jerry. It was going into the Tampa game. It was the Friday going into the Tampa game. His Jerry was like, well, you know, let's not let, let's not skip over and ignore how great our regular season success has been for the last couple of years, which he's right, but... I know that's not what a lot of Cowboys fans want to hear because it feels like your participation ribbon, and that's why I think you're spot on, Mike, but that's why I think that the Cowboys don't have the stomach for any of that. So, Mike, I want a the pedigree is the wrong word. I want the caliber of a first-round pick quarterback. That's a guy that's seen everything. He knows how to win, all those great things that come along with it. Jake Locker. Uh <laughs> A first-round pick that I would take in the draft. I think <laughs> like I, pre- I was very open about neither one of those being oh. being sufficient. Um, but I'll, Baker Mayfield? Uh, nope, I didn't like okay. him either. Right. Uh, I get I it. Like a lot Darnold. of times you draft a garbage quarterback in the first round. Oh, okay. The uh, Trevor Lawrence, how about that? I want a caliber of that. He seems good. That works? Patrick Mahomes. I, however, the reality is that can't happen. So I'm going to say, what has Kellen Moore shown that he can develop another quarterback other than Dak to beyond what Dak is? He hasn't. I mean, like it's it's Cooper Rush is never going to be that. So if you're like, oh, but Cooper Rush was four and one, yeah, they had a really good defense and they trick after him. Isn't that what they say, Mike? Like they were able to <laughs> to get squeak out some wins there. Yeah, but I do give Kellen Moore credit for going four and one in that situation. I I, I agree, and and to the point of. In 2019, as offensive coordinator, they were sixth in points, first in yards. Uh, 2017 and 14, but that's different because that's the Dak injury year. They were one and one last year, four and 11, fourth in points, 11th in yards this year. They're really, they're really, really good. I do have questions about him understanding the nuances, some other nuances of development that he just doesn't know. He's had one quarterback his entire time, yeah, and they've gotten to as far as they can get. That's as far as they are going to get with this current thing is what they did in this game. So I am saying move on from Kellen Moore. I hope they can find another brilliant mind that can do all these things. But again, this is a guy who when the big things, the big plays, the big games come up, let's run the Jason Garrett curl routes as our as our main option against this defense. There's got to be something else out there. Do I trust Steven and Jerry to find the right one? I don't know. So you do have a lot of support, at least on Twitch, with Kellen Moore. I'm I disagree with that. I think it's 
I think a lot of cow. I'm on the. I think I'm in the minority that I think Kellen Moore is good. He's not great, but what was he supposed to do when T.Y. Hilton was wide open for a touchdown? He yeah. can't throw the football. No, I completely. I understand that part of it too. But you're not doing anything with the quarterback. Yeah. So you. I so I need to find somebody that can get through yeah. to the quarterback. Here's what you need to learn because yeah. I still think there are things I, unlearned by Dak. I'm with you. I just think that most coaches that have a Dak Prescott say he's not good enough. And I think that we're limited. I think uh, any coach, whether it's Sean Payton, whether it's Sean McVay, whether it's Mike Shanahan, they would realize after working with Dak Prescott, I'm limited on what I can do with this guy. And to get this job, every single one of them are saying, I can coach that guy. You know, like they're on to get a job, they're all going to say they can. So I agree with you, Mike, because you, you dad, hey, that guy, that guy is going to be a star. That kid can't play. Y'all have, y'all have seen it. Y'all have seen the pros enough. I think that they're going to look at him and go, there might be one coach or a few of them out there that are like, he needs this. And then they might get frustrated when they get in the room and they're like, oh, he can't do it. But they're like, oh, he needs he needs to be able to see it this way. Maybe they can teach him. And to Corey's point, obviously, Sean McVay's better. Obviously, Mike Shanahan's better. I would say Philadelphia is proving that they have better offensive coaches, right? So to Corey's point, there are teams that you can look at and say, boy, they seem to be getting more out of their situation than possibly what the Cowboys are getting out of there. So I don't want to completely say he's a great coordinator i just think he is limited by what his quarterback can and can't do so you brought up the twitch the fan text mirrors that dak is number one kellen moore is a strong number two on here from the four six well that's gonna <laughs> damn it from the four six nine you don't gotta write that down reggie from the four six nine but i choose to. Uh, yeah kellen moore needs to hit the road from the five one zero Fire Kellen from the 940. Please, please, please get rid of the overrated Jason Garrett clone, stupid Kellen Moore. And from the 321 Kellen. I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to go with the easiest to achieve because not only does it make sense, it makes dollars. I appreciate what you've done here. It's time to move away from Zeke. We're done. All right? We are done, done, done. Because the thing that is agitating, and it's not Zeke's fault. This part's not Zeke's fault. Him being on the team sometimes, I think, makes the Cowboys lazy. And it might just be the way they talk about Zeke that has me feeling like he makes them lazy is because they're like, oh, we got Zeke. Zeke's the best. Sure. Let's take a look. This past year, 10th most carries in the league, yet had the 22nd most yards, and yet had the 42nd best yards per carry average. Like, You know what it is. If I need a run-in from the goal line for one yard, Zeke's our guy. Awesome. Next year, he counts $17 million against the salary cap. And here is where it finally makes sense. It's taken a while to get to this point after that absurd extension they gave him when he still had two years left on his deal as a running back. You're dead cap for next year if you were to move on from him. $11.8 million. What do the Cowboys love to do? They love to make that post June 1st, and they love to split that in half. That's $5.9 million. He counts 16.7 against the cap. You cut Zeke, and they split the cap the way they love to do. You will save $10.8 million. The the difference in the past was, like, just this last year, if you would have got rid of Zeke in the same manner, you would have saved $3 million. Is Zeke worth $3 million? Sure, probably. Is Zeke worth $10.8 million? No. And so that's the one for me that I think is the simplest and the most likely. I'm not disputing y'all's choices whatsoever. I totally get them. 
For me, I think the Zeke time is over unless there was a this time Demarcus Lawrence-esque team-friendly restructuring of the deal. Can I ask 100% you, with can, him. And I, I didn't give you a, a solution to uh, offensive coordinator. Sure. Can you give me a solution at running back? Yeah. Yes. It's heartless. It's cold. It's ruthless. But this time, it sucks that you lost. It sucks that Tony Pollard got hurt. That is not your fault. And you do not have to reward him for that. Right? So, for once, take advantage of the situation. Again, it sounds ruthless and mean. And I, we've had Tony Pollard on our show multiple times. He does not... He can be rewarded for what he's done and what, but more importantly, you reward players for what you think they're going to do. The Michael Gallup contract to this day drives me crazy because they gave market rate, maybe slightly above market rate, depending on your feelings about Michael Gallup, to somebody that you knew would be potentially hobbled going into the season. And you can tell me that Tony Pollard is going to make a full recovery. He's going to be 100% what he was. The market will not bear that out. The rest of the NFL will not say you get the same deal because you broke your fibula and you're going to be out for months and months at a time. And we just believe. So if you want to go with Tony Pollard, I'm fine with that. But just this is a time when the contract is different. Or you go out and draft a lower round running back and see if you really can just plug and play for three to four years at a time and move on and never pay a running back. Those are my when solutions. You, I think when you have a, a, a good team across, like if you have a good team across the board, you can do those things. Yes. I think whenever they were re-signing his contract at the time, they were like, he makes us a good team as opposed to our team is good enough that we can do a lot with other things. And at that time they could have gone with Pollard and they could have said, Hey, this is, this is going to be our guy. He showed in preseason games he was good. That, and then they were like, nah, let's go ahead and eat the deal because this could be the Super Bowl. My, my biggest fear is that Tony Pollard gets the, let's just say, 5 for 65 extension with whatever the guaranteed money is, $35 million. It's just something like that. And, and it's because he's going to be the same back. And I'm like, you don't know that. Like, the doctor can tell you this. He can tell you this. Whatever. You don't know that, man. And that's what I'm afraid is going to happen. Well, you know, they just did it last year. You mentioned With Michael Gallup. So they're going to do it again. Tony Pollard's going to get a deal, and we just have to hope that he comes back healthy. And, yes, people are going to be mad at me for this because of the first-round draft or running back strategy. If for some reason, because mock drafts are all over the place with him, if B. John Robinson is there when you pick, I select him. That is who I want on he this won't. team. He won't be there. Let's trade up. Pro- no. Okay. We'll figure that out later. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I always knew Kevin was a Texas Appreciate. Fan. <laughs> Appreciate all the feedback for sure. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.